Popcorn Junkies! Popcorn Junkie Movie Club. Actually, you might not know that we've actually got an Instagram account. If you'd like to join us there, Mark does Mark does a brilliant curation of it. Yeah. Loads of lovely. Which we create our own of, images. We don't just lift them. We kind of yeah. It's a really them. nice Instagram account. We'd love your support if you'd follow us on there and tell all your friends. And please, can you subscribe to this channel if you haven't? And click the like button, but only if you like what we've done. Yeah. If we haven't, you can do the thumbs down. Our mission is to become the UK's leading film and TV reviewing channel that also has great fun doing family vlogs, food and fun. So, um, They're pretty hot can, shit, really. Yeah, if you can cope with all that stuff, subscribe. Because, it, you know, and, and Dirty God. We're about to review Dirty God. And Dirty God is one of those films that, you know, we get invited to screenings. And some films are mainstream blockbusters and we review them, Rocket Man. And then at the other end of the spectrum, there are films that really deserve to have a spotlight thrown on them. So, Dirty God is a British movie. It stars a newcomer called Vicky Knight, who I've Instagrammed on our Popcorn Junkies Movie Club Instagram account. We saw the, I saw the film a long time ago, Nadia saw it separately. And so she's not a professional actress. It's her first part. And it's notable because she's been cast in this, in this film as the victim of an acid attack by her boyfriend. Though she herself, the actress, um, has or um, manner of, of, of burn scars and damage from having herself been burnt as, as, as a child. In a house fire. In a house fire. And actually, I wonder if we can put the link up to mm, the review, the, art, the, the article, article yeah. in The Guardian, because yeah. I read that before I saw the film, and my God, this woman, just before we even talk about mm. her as an actress, as a woman, mm. a phenomenal, phenomenal person, what yeah. she's been through and to not have given up completely mm. on life is quite extraordinary. So I was really excited to see the film because I was yeah. already so impressed by her. I mean, the first thing to say is that it's a British film. It's clearly low budget and it's an incredibly, I'd say spare, mm and quite sparse and, and quite candid and sort of undramatic portrayal of a young woman as she tries to rebuild her life and restructure her life after having had acid thrown all over her by her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. I think that's a really good thing to say actually is undramatic. Mm, it really is quite undramatic. It's, it's, it's gruelling mm. but it's undramatic. Yeah and that... The best in the best possible sense, sense. exactly. it's not sensationalised. Not at all. In other films, you get these French New Wave films, you get moments of long years where you get characters looking off wistfully. I mean, for example, the very beginning of the film, I don't know if you remember, starts with a series of quite beautifully composed shots, extreme close-ups of Vicky Knight's skin. She plays a character called Jade. Extreme close-ups where you're just, you're disallowed from not looking at the scars, which I thought was a very clever first way into the film because the first thing you do, I do, and I think we all do, when we see anyone who has any kind of skin issue, burns, any damage, or in inverted commas, any kind of physical disability on a surface level, is we look the other way, or mm. one feels one shouldn't stare. Yeah. And I thought the most amazing thing about this film was... And you it was, want to look, and yes. you want to know, but yeah. you have so much fear that you're going to hurt or offend exactly. that you do look away. Yeah. And so the film removes that choice from you. Yeah. And in that first moment, you've got six extremely close textural shots of just skin, and at first you're thinking, what the hell is this? And then you begin to realise, oh, okay, this and is And dare I say that I find them quite beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, totally agree, mm. totally agree. And so that beauty, by making them kind of aesthetic, flipped it on its head and just shifted. I don't know what it did, but it shifted my perspective and it didn't make me feel guilty from there on in to look at her face. 
because I would have felt a bit yeah it was very clever and it and I don't even remember shortly after that it then cuts to a shot of her looking out of the hospital window for a long time over London or Kent or wherever she is um and I thought it was quite a beautiful start and then really the film as I said just very undramatically charts her sort of return home the the beginning of a rehabilitation the terrible dealing I mean the, the stuff with her having to deal with this mask the plastic mask of breathing sleeping the pus that's coming out of her skin. And I love that first scene with the friend. Oh. It was so touching. It was... Where they were it, trying the dresses on yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was so touching. I mean, she became a yeah. huge disappointment, the friend, through the film. I mean, I honestly wanted yeah. to slap her. Yes. But in that first... Oh, that first scene, just it was a scene of, like, acceptance and friendship and yeah. intimacy. Yeah. It was a beautifully done scene. It's the weird thing of when you talk about acting, great performances aren't being acted. They just are. The and truth. I felt, yeah, they are the truth. And it reminded me a little bit of the woman, and I forget her name, who played the mum in, I think, Fish Tank, who was also a non-actor who just inhabited the part yeah. because perhaps it was so like her life. You know, she was encouraged to stay close to who and what she was. And it was that's very gruelling for her. Very the article, She had a really tough time. And she, I mean, even those first scenes when mm. when the director wanted to shoot so up close to her, oh, she to found skin. it incredibly yeah. hard. Yeah. And, and she had to be convinced to do this film over and over again. Yeah. She is in the truth of it. Mm. And that's why, I mean, it feels documentary. Mm. Um, I mean, it's not because she's not a victim of acid, an acid attack. But my God, you, would, you don't think for us. You no. believe every single oh, second absolutely. of it. Oh my Absolutely. God, and the heartbreaking loneliness. You just can't believe every scene. I can't believe I'm going to see her in the next scene. Yeah. Because everything was unbearable. Well, everything she had to put up with. Even down to just seeing her friends kiss and love. I was going to say, but I, I thought that was quite a protracted sort of number of sequences where she was looking at her friend kissing the, the boyfriend on the bus. There was the scene at the club. And she's I, a very, she's a very lusty woman. Yeah, exactly. And I thought again, but that was presented in a very ordinary way. Why wouldn't she be a young sexual wanting to have connection she's with, exactly you know, satisfy her own sexual urges and what have yeah. you? And so she's looking out in a world, and so you felt that thing of her being behind this mask, although not with the mask on when she was out. I thought she played that distanced from the real world. It gives me goosebumps thinking about how that mm. must have just been, and it perhaps still is what she feels. To a degree. Well, again, you know, you know I had to refer back to the article but when she talks about the terrible bullying and the appalling mm. way that people have treated her through her life. Mm. That loneliness is real and that mm. disconnect is real. I love the magic realism as well, where and also the truth of the fact that no, ma no, no matter that this man did this appalling mm. thing to her, this boyfriend, this incredibly violent act mm. that caused the most unbearable suffering, she she still fantasises about having sex with him. Absolutely, fantasises about having sex with that him. And there, the, the, there are these moments where he reappears to her in, in quite, and I, this is what I bird. loved about this film, yeah. as a bird with wings because yeah. of the bird that the tattoo on her hand. Mm. And I thought this idea of the bird and freedom and all that, and I thought within what was ostensibly, you said it when you were watching it, it's a bit Ken Loach, though I'd say Ken Loach, I do find a little bit kind of hectoring in his sort of politics. This was slightly more stylistic, I would say, and more considered in its, in its structure. But I thought those moments of magic realism for me were, were, were truly magical because they contradicted what you would have thought she would have felt about a man who'd completely destroyed her life or harmed her life. Except nothing is just ever black or white, no, is exactly. it? No, exactly. She has a daughter, a young, very young daughter with the boyfriend, and she lives with her mum. 
Um, and she goes out and she stays out and she leans on her mum to kind of look after the kid. And her mum... Mum plays beautifully. Uh, sorry? The actress that plays her mum does it just I thought it was, I thought she was great. And also her mum is responsible for nicking stuff and then selling it on. So you see her sort of taking the security tags off mm. stuff. And I thought, again, that was just very real. And I thought it was a very... You know, I mean, and her mum looked barely older than her. So People with no choices. Yeah, she no was choice. definitely a young teenage mum, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And there's that whole... Now, I thought the character of the, the boyfriend of her friend was a really compelling performance and it, he's the one that did you that, feel a real sense of anxiety the whole time she was in clubs and she was out yeah I felt with so him. anxious I couldn't breathe Bluey Robinson plays him he's, I, he's a really cracking actor it was such a good performance and it just yeah. fascinated me yeah. that he found her so attractive yes and he found her, I loved that we saw that because yeah. of course she is yes I mean Vicky Knight well, the actress and the beautiful. character is incredibly yeah. beautiful yeah. and fragile and vulnerable, but you would not have expected, it was totally counterintuitive, that totally. this kind of bit of a wide boy, yeah. he was fascinated by her and, 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 mm. and quite, you know, and was lusting after her. I love I that. that part of it. Yeah, I thought that part of it was great. And I thought the, the three of them were, were, were just, it was three new, brilliant, great young yeah, actors. Cracking, I mean, yeah, crack, the, the Fred was cracking yeah, as absolutely. well. Now, of course, you move through. And the, just a little tiny yeah. nod to the actress that played the mum mm. of the boyfriend. She had a few oh, lines, yes. but my God, she told us a story. Didn't she? Now, as a pre-warning, there are, you know, going back to this idea that Vicky Knight's character wants to feel that same sort of sexual belonging and desire and be desired by others. She finds herself turning inwards in a very sort of solitary manner online, as many kids and people do, I guess. And she goes to sort of essentially sex chat rooms. Um, I was, I, I'm, I'm, not a lot shocks me in the cinema. I've seen pretty much everything. And I have to confess there was one, so I would, I would advocate that if you're thinking of taking, this isn't a film for kids. I think the certification is right on this. Only is it because, no, it's a 15. No. Well, I think it's going to be a 15. Oh, yeah. I would Maybe say it isn't. I don't know. Actually, it's not been... I was very surprised when I suddenly saw a great big wanger out, just come out of nowhere. <laughs> Well, it was. I mean, because you said to me, you can watch it, you can take kids. Well, I, to be honest, I had forgotten that bit. But yeah, watching. Because yeah. there was no warning. He was no. suddenly, na na, you know, yeah. and he was playing with himself, and it yeah. was like, no. But it was an incredibly shocking, and, and I found it really challenging because I found it a really awkward watch, the scene where she's essentially masturbating and she's showing herself lonely. off to people. But I felt her lonely. I, I, all I felt at that point was a sense of parental protection. I just wanted to scoop her up, put a blanket round and say, for God's sake, I'll find you a boyfriend. You can have a normal relationship. Don't be searching for it like this. But again, I thought that was almost... But then it was quite empowered. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see her as front of, of course, later on when mm. she finds what's been, what's gone out online about it. But actually, I just saw it as her choosing to, mm. to find a way for her to satisfy yeah, her needs. Her. In a room quite... with a kid at the end of the bed with no choice. She was as empowered as they were. I thought, oh, this is quite good. I didn't really realise chat rooms were like, this is great. This is a load of adults, all consenting adults mm. that are, are lonely or don't want to go mm. out and they're getting set, they're no. getting their rocks off. So, I mean, again, one has to say an enormous shout out to Vicky Knight. I mean, if this is your first major part, to do half the things that she does in this film, to get through that, I mean, what a challenge. 
I mean, presumably... She got very, very upset in the masturbating scene. Yeah. She found it really, really hard. Well, I can only presume any other part she takes on after this will be much easier. It felt very authentic. It wasn't gratuitous. It really added another layer of oh, loneliness. Oh, no, it wasn't gratuitous. I mean, it was and, gratuitous, yeah. but it was gratuitous. What did you think of her connection with her friend at work? I thought that was nice. Over the loved cigarette it. breaks. That was loved lovely. Loved the Polish. Was she Polish? Polish loved her. So. Loved yeah. it. Just so understated. Yes. It was just, it for me, it was so beautifully written and then played because you don't need to say much. No, no. And you can tell the story. Yeah. I think the story was just brilliantly told. Yeah. Her kids weren't there and then her kids were there and she couldn't have her own. Yeah. And again, she probably had 10 lines. Yes. She was brilliant. Yeah. And other little moments of little, there are moments of, of humour, I thought, where, you know, she got stoned with her friend and then goes into the, was it a social worker? And she's yeah. talking about getting a yeah. job and she can't stop giggling. But I thought also, that was I lovely. really like that because it's that, or everything is about a POV. Yes. So that social worker is looking at yes. her going, oh my yeah. God, she's coming. You know, she's come out, she's got a kid, she's sat yeah. here off her face. Yeah, yeah. One, you know, and and you could, it would be so easy to sit in judgment. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. This story developed, there was, there was another moment which I thought was very distressing where she's in court and she has to actually face the her ex-boyfriend who attacked her and she wets herself and, and, and I thought that scene was very distressing. Um, and again, very undramatic in its sort of standard. She wets herself, she looks down, she tries to cover it and then you notice her mum and her friend just looking at her. And there's nothing said, there's nothing, nothing more is made of it. You just nothing think, more oh, said of it. nothing more said of it. So, so heartbreaking. Now, of course, for me, I could see what was coming when she then books in for a plastic surgery session in Morocco. I actually didn't, I don't think we should tell people what's Well, going. no, I mean, put, put it this way. She, she books in for plastic surgery and she heads out to Morocco. Um, and she takes... Which I was really surprised. I had no idea we were going to go to Morocco in the film. Right, right. And I she... didn't know, oh, oh, we're on a, we're on a location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we won't we won't ruin again the... Uh, she tries to tap her mum for money, but we won't ruin how she actually gets herself out there. But she gets, she gets herself out there. She gets herself out there with her friend and with the boyfriend, played by Bluey Robinson. Oh, I have to say again, Bluey Robinson, I just thought... Do you I know want... him from anything else? I don't know him from anything else, so but I can tell you now, Maddie's going to adore him. He and is brilliant. He is brilliant. And there's a moment between them, and that is the moment of sort of intimacy in the film where she she has her moment and I thought it was beautifully done I thought it reminded me of all those sort of you had that smell and sense of sort of holiday romance you could feel that she she was breaking rules because it was her friend's boyfriend but he was kind of tender the chemistry of course, was incredible chemistry again, was incredible round of applause for Vicky Knight for mm. her performance because she's actually gay we won't say what actually happens out there go and see the film um, but we so, won't say what happens at the end. There was one moment where she was in a club, and again, I think she has a vision of seeing her, um, I think it was a club in Morocco, wasn't it? She sees a vision of her, the guy who attacked her, her ex. And then the, you see these moments of literally the birds flying into the lights. And at that point, it was interesting, I saw this with Nanny Dai, and at that point, Nanny Dai was sobbing uncontrollably, because after the event, she said it really reminded her of her own dreams and thoughts when she was a young woman and hopes. It was, it was a deeply romantic moment. I thought it was a deeply romantic moment in a film that, it, you know, you, you could argue was quite functional and, and sort of blunt and, and yeah. you know, it sort of, it just presents the sort of reality of things. And yet you had this deeply romantic sort of vision. And as we say, we're not going to spoil the end of the film, but in, interestingly, the film does end on an upward tilt, doesn't it? Tilt. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's it's not, not, a happy ending, it's not necessarily tilt. a happy ending. But it's a I, tilt that, quite frankly, I needed. Yeah, and it avoid, <laughs> I think what it avoided, and it does avoid, is those things that Ken Lynch's films, I, I think, don't. It, it wasn't hectoring, it didn't have a political point. It wasn't like just a, a prurient sort of, let's look at something that's odd and different and weird and what's you going through. I just felt 
it completed the story nicely and, and logically, and it left you leaving the cinema with a sense of hope and belief in the characters, rather than a sense of, oh God, it's all fucking awful. But final point I wanted to make, in terms of diversification and representation on the screen, this film has to have one of the biggest shout outs of all time, I think, in terms of just casting Vicky Knight. I think it's a remarkable thing. Casting Vicky Knight, huge shout out, huge shout out. I used to feel quite emotional. Mm. This week. No. Because you, you, every so often you see a performance and you know you can just, and, and partly I suppose as well because she's not a trained actor. She went through what we yes. saw. Yeah, it was a yeah. gruelling, gruelling mm. piece of work. Mm. And because of that, she, she gave so much to the critical No, 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 I understand She gave what... so much to the audience. And I can imagine how difficult that must have been between her and the director. The director mm. must have had to be very brutal and push her beyond what she mm. wanted to do. God, it just, it just makes you think again. I mean, not just what the acid attack and all of that, but just how hard life is for so many bloody people mm. and how privileged so many of us are. Mm. So it's a really, it's a really, I hate to say it, but I think it's a really important film. I agree. I think there's something like 500 acid attacks a year in yeah. this country, and it's on the increase. Mm. The amount, the, the degree to which she shared with us and showed her vulnerability was in many regards, remember Izzy saying this about her film once, it, it was like a gift. It was like a gift yeah. of a film. And in, in that sense, I felt very, not protective in a patronising way, but very protective of what her next moves are as an actress, actually, because I think I she's, she's put out a remarkable performance there. And I could well imagine that in, the, in all the fuss and nonsense that's going to come. And I think it will be, okay. she could well be up, I think, she could well be up for the BAFTA's Best Newcomers. I think deservedly so, she does. And I just hope that she's got people around you, Vicky, that will, you know, be looking out for you because it's, you know. I mean, the thing is, it's like we always say, isn't it? We love to go to the theatre. Mm. We love, I, I love to be, whatever I'm viewing or watching or whatever it is, I want to feel something deeply. Mm. And I don't, you don't get it enough. Mm. And there's a lot of shit theatre. But when I get it in the theatre, there's just nothing quite like it. And the mm. same with movies. And, you know, we see a lot of great films. Yeah. But this, it just... She put me under her skin. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah, she didn't only inhabit her character, she got us under her skin. And I think that that is phenomenal. And I think she went through some big shit to yeah. do it. So. Yeah. Score out of 10. What do you think? 10-10. 10-10. 10-10. Well done, Sasha Pollock. And well done the rest of the cast, mm. bloody hell. And producers and, and producers everybody. And it's so hard to get Important a film Important British film. Everyone Important. go and see it. Yeah.